It's now time for Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast with host Johnny Rushing, the founder and lead investigator of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. We now take you to the studio for today's show. Here is Johnny Rushing. And welcome aboard. We've got here John for another show for Cappy, the Real Paranormal. Let me get that right. He looks at me weird every time I say it wrong because he came up with it and it just scares him. It scares me too. So, because he's a big guy, y'all don't know. I am quite, can't tell from quite intimidating. Very intimidating. Very, mm-hmm. very intimidating. See, Perfect. people are going to think we're just joking, but that's not not true it's real <laughs> we're also joined by another awesome person on the team which is our case manager and her name is beth beth there she is. is hey beth how are you yeah, i'm good thank you how are you guys oh wonderful now that we get to speak with you yes hello my oh, beautiful so beth sweet. yes yes and if hey, and you know something john if beth is around guess who else is around tom oh, our, our equipment DG manager he's always there too what's up tom how are you sir I'm doing well. Hey, I'm Tom. Doing very, very well. It's been an awesome, awesome kind of day. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we've been, uh, John and I have been in Selma all day, just kind of touring the sites and stomping the pavement and talking to businesses and having a the really good time. beautiful town. Yes, yes. That's awesome. next on our list. That's yes, we got to get you guys here really fast. It. We want to go check out the historic cemetery. Yeah, we, yeah. the Live Oak Cemetery or something like that. We, yeah, new and yeah, old. We, we've yeah, already new got, Live Oak and old Live Oak. Yeah. The pictures are beautiful. Yes, they yeah, are. Yeah, we've got a peaked interest in that already. Definitely, definitely. We're going to get you guys over here really fast and get you here in the studio, too, so you can join us. Okay. And awesome. that's, a, that's a lot Sounds about good. what we wanted to talk about tonight. I wanted to do some ghost stories and spooky. wanted to get a little spooky tonight. Is that okay with you, John? Let's get spooky. Did you bring your nightlight? I don't need a nightlight. Okay. I'm, I've I'm, got a 45. Oh, cool, 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 cool. We're all good then. <laughs> But uh, we are super excited to be back here in Selma and doing the show. And this has been a roller coaster ride, and we're still not ready to get off. We've decided to donate all of our tickets to just this one. We're not rock walking the park here, John. No. We're not. We're not. We're not going to cruise around the park on this one, buddy. Definitely. We're not. staying here. We 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 came to the roller coaster. We like the roller coaster. We're going to continue on the roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Are you okay with that? As long as they don't kick us off. I saw you looking at the merry-go-round in the uh, carousel. Are you okay not doing that? Uh, Yes. Okay. All right. I think we should stay right here where we're at because we love Selma so much. You know what? Cappy did start here. And you know what I did last week? I goofed. I really did. I made the comment that Cappy started either in 2014 or 2015. I do not know where that came from. I don't either. My co-founder and son pointed out to me. He said, Dad, we started Cappy in 2005. That was the year I was buried. That was 10 years before what I said we was. So that's pretty bad that I that I made that 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 fupa. So I want to come on and say, hey, Johnny looks perfect, but he's not. He's really not. Don't look at me like that, John. Do not look at me like that. <laughs> I will give you one of these. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we started Cappy in 2005 right here in the beautiful town of historic Selma. And I think that's a good place to start a paranormal team because there's so much paranormal here in Selma and some of the places that we've gone to and the places that we can talk about we will and the places we can't talk about we'll just hint well I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of a a spiritual activity there lots and lots of spirits yes 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 uh John's not from here originally, oh, no. like I am, but he, he loves the, the area, and he's had oh, a blast man. today going around and looking at the different sites, haven't you? Oh, it's, it's incredible. Some of these beautiful houses. Took you to Old Town? Mm-hmm. What are some of the places you saw over there? Do you remember? Oh, man. Uh, where you were talking about where they relocated a bunch of the uh, 
houses from Wetumpka? No, from Wakahaba. Well, from Wakahaba. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. From <laughs> Wetumpka. That's another. Yeah, that's another day. day. Yeah, and you see all Sturdivant too. Sturdivant, man. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? Man, beautiful I want to place. get there. We've investigated so there. We did get evidence from there. We listed that as haunted, as mm-hmm. active, many years ago. Um, took him by Brownstone Manor. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some stories about Brownstone. Yeah, Brownstone's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, we went by um, the old Henderson house. Mm-hmm. I let him know that uh, the Henderson house, about 150 years ago when I was a kid, it really has been that long. If you don't believe me, just take a look. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah. I thought yeah. so. But uh, I didn't get a chance to take John out to Cahaba, though. I wanted to take him out to Cahaba. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to do that next week. Oh, man. I have I, to go out to Cahaba yeah, and show him. I really want to see that as well. We want to get a lot of the stuff that used to be pretty active here in Selma and the paranormal started back up again. Oh, yeah. That'd so we're going to be, be working on a lot of projects. So you guys continue to listen to us here on 101.5 Kicks Country because a lot of those events that we're going to be working on getting going are going to be announced right here. Oh, yeah. So this is where they need to listen. Where do they need to listen, John? Kicks 101.5 FM. That's right. That's right. But John and I today, like I said earlier, we're pounding pavement and talking to people and meeting people and... We got to meet some pretty awesome people and some pretty interesting people. Oh, yeah. Very spirited. Very spirited. And one of those people that we met today asked us a question that uh, what is the scariest thing or what was the strangest thing they ever encountered? So I want to kind of throw that to the group. I want to throw that out there so we could start this off with a, a good ghost story. Um, and who better than the person that is sitting right across from me, Big John Bowen, can you sh- start that out for us? Can you start out? What, what What's the strangest thing that's happened to you? Not necessarily since you've been on Cappy, but since you've been in the paranormal. What is the strangest thing that, that's coming up? Uh, and guys, be thinking because I'm coming to you next. Well, the strangest thing that ever happened to me, um, I was on my way home from uh, work. And uh, me and my sister had a, have a thing where we would take pictures of random objects. Uh you know, we're all workaholics in my family. And so we decided, you know, hey, we need to, to celebrate just, you know, the creation that God's given us. So well, we'll take pictures of clouds or something like that. Well, there was a cloud formation. And I took a picture of it. Well, when I take a picture, uh, I don't just take one. I take four or five just so, I, you know, in case something changes, I get the best shot. Right. Well, uh, I got a picture of this a strange light coming from the tree line. Oh, well, well, above the tree line, but you could see it was just this bright flash. And I have no idea what, had no idea what it was. And I mean, it was, the sun was setting behind me. So I was like, well, maybe it's a balloon or something or you know, an aircraft. Look close. I couldn't tell what it was. Even sent it to a local meteorologist that uh, I've met before, and he had no clue. He actually put it on his Twitter, and no one could figure it out. So yeah, that that was pretty strange as far as you know experiences that I've had. Wow, wow, a paranormal show that talks about more than just ghosts. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's what I want to do. Is I want to talk about everything paranormal. Whether it be ufology, ghosts, um, spirits, or uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, yeah. Well, I know Sasquatch a little more than you. We've we, we're we're kind of like on for. I can call him Bigfoot. I've gotten permission. Oh, okay. I can call him Bigfoot. He he likes me. 
Well, I, mean, I did can... ask him if you could call him Bigfoot, but he said you were too intimidating. Right. That's, that's how big you are. You, <laughs> you actually intimidate Bigfoot. Or Sasquatch to you. Yes, it mis- yeah. Mr. Sasquatch is what he told Sasquatch. me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Squatch. <laughs> he doesn't like that, by the way. He told me. Oh, oops. <laughs> Beth, your turn. What is what is something that's weird or strange or the strangest thing that's happened to you in the paranormal? Uh, the strangest thing that happened to me was when I um, probably about 20 years ago um, I am doing laundry and I walk into my son's room uh, no window um, and I see a white mist and it just I, I froze for a minute it was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that and I, I went on and put clothes up and left it. I mean, you know, it didn't, but it was very weird that I was to see the white mist. Another thing that was pretty strange to me was a story that my mother told me about her mom, how she um, was, she thought she was asleep and she saw her mother who had just passed and she um, was talking to her. And asking her questions and her mother was answering them and then she woke up she thought until my brother who was sleeping in the same room with her at the time goes well hey big mama hey big mama he saw her too and that just when mom told me that story it was uh it was it was pretty wild wow that that's pretty good because that right there says it was intelligent oh yeah yeah that's pretty cool mm-hmm. what about tom uh, well uh two actually i guess about the same as her uh the first one happened years ago when i was small i was i was 12 13 years old and i had a, a grandmother who was uh in a nursing home she she had been you know bad for a while and she was in a nursing home and my, my mother had a lady that helped out. My mother had been paralyzed in an accident and was just getting over that. And she had a lady that helped out at home would come a couple of days a week and help her out. And she had had this dream where she looked up and she saw my grandmother standing in the doorway that led between the bedrooms, my bedroom, and my mother's bedroom. And so she was telling this woman about it. The woman was an older woman. She was telling the woman about it. And the woman asked her, said, how, how many times did you see her? And my mother told her, said, well, twice. I saw her two different times. I woke up two different times and she was there. And the, the woman told her, so well, she'll, she'll pass in two days. And two days later, the, my grandmother passed away. And so wow. that was kind of, wow. that was kind of weird. Was yeah, that was, no that, was, that was out there. And then the other creepy, you're not creepy, but strange thing that happened, actually happened with the team. Uh, on about my fifth or sixth investigation, I, I guess I could say in Montgomery, not where, but in Montgomery and, uh, the temperature change where I stepped into the area and you check, you check the temperature yes. in and outside of that circle. And there was like 20 degrees difference. That was probably the other weird one. Ooh, it's yeah. like 85 in one area and 65 where I'm standing and there's no air vents around, no air conditioner running. It was 
that was pretty, pretty, pretty wild. And we call those code spots. I thought of another one. Okay. Do I? Please. Well, um, it had to do with well, the cat balls. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, you should, I think you should explain what a cat ball is. Yeah, that would probably help. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> cat balls are lighted cat toys that cats play with. And when they roll, they light up. Right. And we started using the motion, them in the very right? first Yes, they're most right. They're very right. sensitive. Very, very And the very first time we used them, our client had a conversation with her son who had passed on using the cat balls. Right. They would light up when she'd ask questions. And it was just, it was a beautiful moment. It truly was. It really yeah, one was. of the best I've had with Cappy. One of yeah. the best experiences I've had with Cappy. It was very cool. Absolutely. That hey, that goes, that goes, Good night. That goes back with uh, you know, what we've said before about you know giving some peace where we can, when we right. can, yes. giving right. answers. Yes. Because yes. contrary to popular belief, we're not out here just to get evidence, right? No, we're not out here just to uh, no. prove or disprove something. We're not out here just to uh, wear cool shirts and say that we're Ghostbusters, which we never do, by the way. No, no. <laughs> um, before anything else, we're here to help people and. And, and whether it's helping them with a uh, past loved one, like that situation, um, or if it's helping them, which, and Beth can attest to this because she talks to pretty much every client that we have yeah. before we even meet them. The number one thing yes. they want to do is, is they want people to know that they're not crazy because they've told their friends and their family members, sometimes people that live in the house with them that do not experience anything, which Some is pe- not uncommon. Sometimes people of their church. Right, right, and there's all these people have told them, "Oh, you're crazy, or you're you're seeing things, or you may need to talk to someone." Well, that's the very first thing they say to me. Right, they say you're going to think I'm crazy, but exactly, exactly, you know, because they've been told that so much. And uh, when we come in and provide that evidence for them, then they're able to present that evidence and say, "See, told (laughs) you, I'm not nuts." (laughs) (laughs) Right, though sometimes you get both. And a lot of times that's what they need most is, is that clarification. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or we can go in and do the investigation and find a natural cause for it. Oh, yeah. And they still know they're not crazy, but now they are more comfortable because they know that there isn't a spirit in their house. They just have a bad EVP or something or an EMF or something yeah. like that. I guess the strangest thing for me, we did the uh, Kenning's Mill, investigated it. And the cool thing about that investigation was is we had the place for the weekend. We didn't have to, you know, go investigate, leave, do the case study, and come back and present. We were able to do everything right there that whole weekend. So we did the investigation, had a full, a few things that happened that was really cool. Like we had um, uh, an EVP of a little boy laughing when one of the investigators fell on her butt on the bridge that walks across the uh, waterfall. We were able to determine we had a nine-year-old boy there through some... Um, flashlight and k2 studies um, but the coolest thing i think and the strangest thing that happened that night was after we were done we decided it was time to uh, uh wrap it up and uh we said why don't we just stay here and do the case study here because we've got you know we've got the run of the place we, we didn't have to uh go anywhere or anything like that we could just you know be right there and so i needed some equipment out of my truck and so i leave the the main building there and i was parked out back and um, I go out to my truck and I had a, there was a cable, a coax cable there that I needed to get to uh, hook up one a piece of equipment to another piece of equipment so we could transfer files. And so I went out to my truck. Before we started the investigation, the uh, curator there, the caretakers told us that um, they had some hunters down under the hill and that a lot of times the hunters would come up to the well and get water mm-hmm. for their campsite. 
and so we were we're, we're privy to that that okay there may be some hunters up here if we see somebody don't freak out or anything they're supposed to be here so as i'm going out to my truck to get this piece of equipment that i needed to get i uh, had opened the truck and I, at the time i had a three-door truck and so i had both the driver's side door and the door behind that open and the box that had the uh, piece of equipment in it was directly behind my seat the driver's seat so i was kind of like backwards trying to get over another piece of equipment to that box and i pull out the uh, wiring that i needed and as i step out there was an older gentleman rather large older gentleman <laughs> uh standing next to um where they were building some bathrooms and uh he was um just standing there looking at me and like he was going to go over to where the water was to, to the pump was where you could pump up water from the well and i didn't think anything of it you know, okay, there's one of the hunters doing what they're supposed to do. And so as I get out of the truck and I'm closing the box up and everything and closing the doors and I'm starting to walk off, I realized, you know, that little voice in the back of your head, John, that, that comes and tells you when something's wrong or not right. It, right. it finally started speaking up to me and it said that um, this guy was looking at me with a really bad look. He was mean mugging me like crazy. I mean, and was all stiffened up and just... Like, a threat. Yeah, big time. Like he wanted to come over here and just rip my head off. And he was an older gentleman, probably 70s, 80s, but he was a big older gentleman, a really big older gentleman. So he was like he could do it, you know. <laughs> so so I'm like, oh, Country boy. Country strong. What, yeah, what is this guy's problem, you know? And so um, I'm thinking maybe he doesn't know I'm supposed to be here. They did tell us that there was hunters there, but maybe they didn't tell the hunters that we were there. Mm. And so maybe they're like we're going to protect our friend's property kind of thing you know so i yeah. said i just said hey guys it's, it's everything's cool i'm supposed to be here i have permission to be here everything's good you know have a good night and i, I start to go in the house and i look at him and i notice that he's still mean mugging me even more now and he's just grimacing at me like he wants to just throw down and so i'm like okay i'm getting in the house i'm getting back here where there's people at you know yeah but then the man popped up inside me you know that guy that pops up and says tells you to do stuff that you really shouldn't do your ego yeah that guy he pops up and he says he says no wait a minute uh-uh i'm not taking this what's this guy's deal so i turn around and i said you know what i'm supposed to be here are you and he's still just mean mugging me just big time mean mugging me and he's standing right at the corner where they're building these bathrooms and um i start to kind of walk over towards him i'm probably about 25 maybe 30 yards from where he was standing at this point at the back of the house and um i start to walk over there and i don't know what johnny thought he was going to do to this mountain of a man when i got over there but i was gonna that man that ego guy was out there so i was just like you're not talking to me like that and he never said a word he just looked at me so i started over there cautiously i didn't like jog over and say hey buddy let's scrap you know i, I, had, I still had a little common sense left but um as I get there and I said, hey, you know, you got an issue with me, dude? You know, what's your what's your deal? What's your problem? You want me to come over there? And he still doesn't say anything, but he looks at me and he gives me that <laughs> kind of look. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That look where they kind of like look at you you're like. You're no threat. Yeah. You're like, seriously? Like, you're so beneath me. And they just kind of scuffed and turned and walked behind the bathrooms where I couldn't see him. Now, Ego would have walked on over to the bathrooms. But common sense popped up and said, hey, he's leaving now, so you should leave too. Don't press this anymore because he's gonna pound you like a nail so uh i said okay yeah I'm, I'm getting out of here so i turned to walk in and then i realized something the building that he stepped behind was just the framework there was no walls so when he stepped behind the building i should still be able to see him so it was just like a, a pole like it just like two by four framework that was <laughs> oh. it it was just like a box you know like a, a bathroom with men and women on each end and uh, like a rectangular building there 
And all it was was the foundation and two by four framework. That was oh. it. There was no walls there at all. So when he stepped behind that building, I should have still been able to see him. Wow. But I didn't. It's like he stepped behind. And at first when he did it, and it's, it's dark. So I'm like, well, he stepped behind the building. I can't see him anymore. But no, he, the, he, the building he stepped behind, I still should have been able to see him. So instead of running over there and seeing what I could see, I, I went further closer to the back door and screamed, cameras, backyard, now. <laughs> and so everybody comes out with cameras and we're all like, just like an infantry converging on this one point and taking snapshots and taking recordings and, and everything. And um, I told the team what had happened and everything. And, and everybody was just like, okay, well, that's pretty much par for course tonight from what we've been, you know, stuff's been going on. And, you know, later on, whenever that was back when we didn't have digital cameras, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, had, we had 35, I think we did have some digital cameras, but one of the cameras we had was a digital, was a 35 millimeter. And we had them, we went back and looked at them after development. And there was a white mist at the corner of that bathroom where that wall should have been that, that we caught on one of the pictures when everyone come out and started taking a lot of pictures. So I thought that was always kind of funny. Johnny wanting to fight the big mountain of a man entity. So, yeah, but, uh, and it turned out, Hey, there should have been, I should be able to see, still see him. He's not, he's not going away cause there, there's no wall there. So and if he had been real, there lies little Johnny. Yeah. Johnny would have been little Johnny. Yeah. Little Maybe they Johnny. would have put a memorial up for me there. <laughs> Killed by a mountain of a man hunter. <laughs> that's why i always say fear the living not the dead exactly because the living's a heck of a lot more dangerous than the than the dead will ever be that's a fact well you gotta Absolutely. be very, you gotta be very careful when you're dealing with spirits that's right and you know what other kind of spirits you have to be careful when you're dealing with what kind of spirits the kind of spirits that you can get at lion's pride number nine the station on uh citizens parkway it's three thousand citizens parkway uh, are they sponsoring the show or something? They are sponsoring the show tonight. So you guys go check it out. It's the old captain's corner. It's called Lions Pride Number Nine. They're open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day. Go check them out, 3000 Citizens Parkway. If you need some gas, go to there and get you some gas. If you need some bread, go there and get you some bread. If you need a cold drink, go there and get you some drinks. If you want to throw a party and you need some spirit, some adult drinkage, go there because right next door is Lions Pride. Um, package store so go there and check them out definitely patronize them they're sponsoring the show tonight we love them so much over there we're uh, again we're looking forward to um to uh uh, doing business with them and uh going there as much as possible i i partake of uh or partook i guess of some uh spirits last time i was there and um in the store they have some wonderful wonderful cigars and if you're if you're a cigar guy or girl go and definitely check them out they've got some pretty awesome cigars there some high price cigars and some cheap cigars so whatever you want to do and i want you to do me another favor too when you go there i want you to let them know that you heard about them on cappy real paranormal on kicks country 101.5 if you do that they're going to throw you a discount so let them know that you john and johnny told you to come and check them out oh yeah great people over there yes yes we enjoyed talking with them and and, and getting to know them and so you know I- Hearing your stories makes me think of uh, the most scared I've ever been on an investigation. I know where this is going. <laughs> I think I have an idea. Yeah. Most of y'all uh, of the team have heard this story, but you know. <laughs> I didn't hear about it. I saw it. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> we were doing an investigation and uh, 
Johnny called me down to the basement of this uh, person's house, and uh, I, we all, you know, all the, the clients and everyone went downstairs, and I had uh, gone into one of the uh, bedrooms and uh, started doing some K2 work where we're checking for uh, electromagnetic fields and uh, trying to get some one-on-one communication. Well, Johnny calls me into uh, the sitting room where he is, and the clients are sitting, all sitting around, and they're doing a flashlight study. And the flashlight's, you know, coming on and stuff like that. So I go and I sit down in the doorway of the room I was just in. Well, everyone's concentrating on this flashlight, waiting for it to turn off and come back on on command like it was doing. And all of a sudden, I feel this hot breath on the back of my neck. And I hear this rumbling right behind my ear. And I, I kind of turn my, my head and all I see is blackness and then these white teeth behind my head. And Johnny can attest that um, I don't, when, when I get down on the ground it's i'm a big boy so uh it's kind of hard for me to get back up but i do believe i probably oh, you got, had no problem getting up that night oh no 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 none whatsoever i'm sure it was funny to watch though but you uh, know i had saw this whole thing unfold as as it was happening john was i was on a couch with the um the mother of the family and in front of us was the one of the children and the father and then to our immediate left of the couch that i was on was that doorway that john was sitting in whenever the demon fangs started breathing down his neck and scared him so bad i had watched this unfold earlier i had seen that dog go over there (laughs) and so whenever john turned and looked and reacted the way he did i saw it and knew exactly what was going on but i couldn't warn him because i was no longer on the couch at that point at that point i was in the floor between the couch and the husband rolling laughing hysterically (laughs) (laughs) at at john's dismay (laughs) yes behind me the uh and it took him a good 10 seconds to 10 15 seconds to figure out what was going on i mean he was he was like okay we just found the demon and he's right here on my back (laughs) it was a black lab i mean pitch black black. yeah just and all you could see was the red gums and white shiny (laughs) teeth inches from your face oh yeah <laughs> i mean it was and this was not a ferocious animal I no. this was a very very docile very gentle dog i think john scared that dog more than the dog scared john <laughs> i agree i agree beautiful beautiful hound beautiful oh, animal. beautiful yes but he was hellhound that night oh yeah <laughs> it scared me absolutely to death and that's the thing is you know i, I tell people that that story and people are like oh that's hilarious but there's a reason I tell that story is because a lot of times, you know, even simple things like a dog or, or you know, something, you know, an animal or something like that could be the source of, you know, what's scaring you. Right. And, you know, I would, I would be a much more scared of a ferocious dog than I would a paranormal entity. Absolutely. A ghost, a human spirit. I mean, because... I mean, the worst thing the uh, spirit's going to do is is scratch you or throw something at you. But, All right. <laughs> Especially if you ask them to. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was your own fault, Johnny. That's right. But uh, a dog will, will, will eat your face, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So that that little, the, that puppy would not have harmed us. Oh, I don't even think he knew he could bite. No, yeah. no, I don't think yeah. it tried to hide. I think I was yeah. so concentrating on that flashlight. Right. We were doing flashlight study. Oh, yeah. And, and everyone was kind of focused. In that uh, one little thing and then all of a sudden 
Satan's hound howl come and jumped on John's shoulder and said, hello. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and like I said, it did not take John more than a couple of seconds to get off that floor. He was he was up like a I light. was screaming like a turtle on his back. <laughs> I was. I, I mean, I, I think I about, I about put a hole in their wall with my head because I, like, I fell forward right? trying to pull myself up. <laughs> And we had a lot of fun. You know what that that brings up? Um, having fun with this. You know, it, it, I've had so many people tell me, "Oh, if you're going to investigate the paranormal, you have to be super serious. You have to be just solemn and and, and collected and, and act like you're at a funeral or church service or you know, and just be that 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 humdrum kind of thing and respect every. You know, if there wasn't laughter in this, I wouldn't do it. I mean, 100%. I love to laugh, and I love to make people laugh. Oh, yeah. And, and there's no way I would want to do this if there wasn't that fun factor there to, to, to outweigh that fear factor because we have so much fun doing this. We do get serious when the time calls for it and when we're trying yes. to um, collect the evidence or help someone or something like that. There is a serious part of it. But uh, it, it's also, I hope we always keep that laughter in there and that fun part of it too because who would want to do this if you didn't? Exactly. Who would want to be called a well, double worshiper if you wouldn't know anything about it? So, you're definitely we, we, when we're on the job, we're definitely on the job. We don't like like you said, we we take what we do very seriously, but right, it it can get monotonous sometimes, and you do have to you do have to break that monotony sometimes. And and what better way to do it when you're around people that you know are, are good people than to cut up a little bit? You it know, puts it, some of them at ease. Puts a lot of them at ease because they're also looking at us like that. You know, these are scientist in my house what are the well, you know well, how should i act you know and they right. it kind of puts them at ease and makes them more gives gives you a more human element from them you know right right i agree 100 percent um the fact that we're able to be that both sides it, it comes off onto a um, client as something that they can okay i can be at ease with this i don't have to be so super right. serious about this this is not all gloom and doom you know there there's something to this and then especially when the entity does something funny that's whenever you know they, they can really open up about it and it helps beth right. out too then because they're they're able to um be more candid with her and more open yes so yeah so that that really helps out too so I, i'm glad we have that that funny mixture well, I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, we're very serious when it comes to, you know, taking care of our clients and stuff like that. But, you know, like 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 everyone else said, it's, you know, the client needs to laugh sometimes. Yep. They need to, to have you know some kind of a release there to, you know, because, I mean, if you let this, you know, the paranormal get to you, it can really hurt you. It can really affect you in not physical, but a lot of times mental way. You know, the fear. Well, you know, something I've also noticed too that when sometimes when we come in, and especially if it's a big investigation, and we're going to use a lot of cameras and a lot of equipment. You, you've seen the client get kind of overwhelmed. Yeah, they get a little. They get a little intimidated when Goodness, they start yes. pulling out all these different pieces of equipment, and they see these big cases coming in and all that kind of stuff. Right. So it also kind of helps, and we always make the joke, or at least. I try to, and if I'm near the client, I'll say, don't worry, we're, we're taking all this with us when we leave here next week. 
right, you know, and that just right. kind of they, you know, they shocks them for a second, and they're like, "What? Next week?" You know, and uh, Beth didn't say anything of, about overnight. Kind of <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't say anything about overnight. But then you kind, then they kind of get okay. These, you know, I'm, I'm saying these guys are going to be okay, you know, because they realize that we will. We're we're human too, you know. We we have right. a human factor just like they do. We yeah. had a client once who was very antsy about its coming and we had a lot of rules of what we could do and not do there at their house and stuff and then once we got there got the cameras up got everything going the client was like oh look at this oh look at this i mean they were so fascinated with it and they just it 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 really helped for us to be even though we were doing, we were obeying the rules, <laughs> we, we were still happy and having right. fun doing it. And they, they had a blast. Yes. Yes. And you know, another thing that's helped us out a lot in that Avenue is, uh, technology oh, yeah, has been a, been a big tool on setting people easy because, you know, back in the day we had to run wires through the houses to connect cameras to the DVR and we had to, uh, have these big recorders and, you know, the tape recorders and, stuff like that yeah and had all that big stuff and now most everything we use is handheld we do still have cameras that we have to plug in and and uh and wire up but they they're not connected to the system they're wireless so it's just that area that has something there you know and so i think that helps a lot is the the the, uh uh, simplicity that technology has taken our uh equipment has has made that a lot better too oh definitely yeah yeah and our, our wireless stuff, as I call it. Thomas. And also our, our equipment manager who labels everything, and we know exactly where everything goes. Right, where, right. What is attached to what. Yeah, so. uh, I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> I might be a, I might be a tad I might be a tad OCD. Just a little, just a little OCD. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting ahead of, of myself. I, I, I'm sorry, Tom. Just just so you know, <laughs> he's not only yeah, apologizing yeah. for something in the past; he's apologizing for something he's going to do later. Too. Yeah, so. to Eventually, yeah. I'm I'm going to screw something up, and I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm so glad we're a family. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'd be in trouble if we weren't. I think Tom would have buried most of us by now if we weren't. <laughs> Definitely. Especially when we go. Uh-huh. Into- <laughs> that was an agreement laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd expect him to say something like, oh, no, guys, of course not. No, we don't. We know Tom. He was like, <laughs> yeah, I've thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> what Tom were you thinking? Well. Oh, man. We know Tom way too well. Way, way, way. <laughs> He, he, he was just he shoots straight and be like yeah I, I, I got a, I got a place for you <laughs> not that I, I planned that, it out or anything no no not that I actually got a depth finder and went out into the middle <laughs> of the lake ran, not that I've ran that scenario a few times yeah. <laughs> oh, of course not <laughs> we're here to find evidence about ghosts not create them. not create them that's right not, not we tell our people ghosts. that all exactly. the time Especially we're going exactly. in some somewhere that's uh, like abandoned or something like that, and we we're there, and we'll tell. Um, one of the first things I say is, guys, our idea here is to prove the existence of a spirit, not to create one. <laughs> not, not to become one. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Because that that's that is a scare for us. We do have that that danger factor there. That that um, 
that idea that you may walk on into the hole in the floor on the third floor of a building. <sighs> yeah, like I almost did. That's and a good idea, Johnny. I don't know what that was. I don't either. What's that? No, a, a ding. What not? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Well, I thought maybe I did something wrong. That was the. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, that's the show has been canceled. Dave. Anything that goes wrong is Johnny. So anything that goes wrong, just just everyone say Johnny. 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 <laughs> it was me. Um. Yeah, and that's the the whole. Uh, thing that we were talking about last time about how putting per- certain people in certain places mm-hmm. you know in certain positions um you know it's like uh polar bear said last time last show um we don't just assign someone to something and say okay that's your job you do it don't let anybody else touch it you know it's a it's a group effort you know and we all help out to do what we need to do but we do have those certain people in place not so John as the manager can have someone to go yell at when something goes wrong, but so that that's Tom. that yeah that's John Tom's job. Uh, it's it, we have them in that position because that's what they've proven they can do, right? Well, they 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 have a talent in that field. Like there's nobody on the team that I wouldn't allow to run video. Mm-hmm. You know, I would trust everyone on the team to run video. Because we've been trained. Yeah, you know, absolutely. 100%. No problem. But if I had to pick one person to run video, it's going to be Tom every time. Yeah. Hands down. Because the man knows videology. And and he does it like a pro. You know? I, I wouldn't want... Um, I can't say that about all positions. Because I can't sit here and say that um, there's no one on the team that I wouldn't trust to talk to a client. Because we've Wait. been bitten... Yeah. Before, uh, you know, with that. And and another thing, not just that, not just past members that have, you know, messed stuff up, you know, by saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing or anything like that. But, dear Lord, if Johnny ever had to talk to a client, we would never have another investigation. <laughs> Ooh. I just don't have that, that coup that she has, that, 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 that ability to relate to human beings. She has a presence. Beth has a presence about her. Yeah, Beth still loves people. I do. I, I love. I love yeah. what I do. I love talking to the clients. Yeah, and I, I stopped liking people a long time ago. Well, they stopped so, liking you too. So. Well, that happened first. But but yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Beth is awesome yeah. at it, and that's why she's in that position. You know. Thank you. Yeah, she's she's amazing at what she does, and and thank God we've got her because oh, yeah. that's what Cappy is. What it is today because of the people and the positions that they're in, yeah. and and how. Awesomely, they kick butt. Can I say butt? Well, the, the truth is, we got a really good leader, so that's that helps. Well, thank you. We got a good teacher. Yep. We got a good mm-hmm. teacher and a good listener and a good leader, so that that helps a whole lot. Y'all keep saying that's what that makes a good thing. Y'all keep saying that stuff. One of these days, you've got to introduce me to this guy. <laughs> seriously, seriously, I've got to meet him. He's he sounds awesome. He really does. He is. Well, he was yeah, just here a few cool. minutes ago. Say what? He was just here a few minutes ago. I always miss him by just a second. I always miss him. Uh, He's like Snuffleupagus on on Sesame Street. (laughs) He doesn't really exist. It's all in your head, Big Bird. It's only a Big Bird's mind, right? That's right. (laughs) Does that make me Big Bird? (laughs) 
Does that make me Big Bird? That does. It makes you Big Bird. I think so. I think you're Tom is definitely the grouch. (laughs) Tom is the grouch. I like it. I like it. I'm the Cookie Monster. Your Cookie Monster is definitely the Cookie Monster, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm Burton and Ernie. (laughs) I'm both. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I like that one. Johnny, when I was doing some research on Selma, yeah, I learned I learned about an Orion Williamson who just vanished with the loud boom and flash of light. Yeah, well, have you you know any you have any knowledge on that one? Uh, any? I I've, I yeah I know the story. Um, I, I I like everybody else doesn't. I don't have an explanation. I've never heard the story, right. Johnny. Yeah, he just completely vanished in front of people. He didn't do right. it like yeah, in front of his children and, and yeah. Yeah, he didn't say I'm going That's out to we the woodshed and then never came home. You know, he didn't he didn't meet the girl down the street in the mercantile and head off to Los Angeles. He was like right, in front right. of people and literally just vanished. Yeah. He that fell through a hole in the loud, matrix. Yeah. <laughs> a loud a loud bang and a, a loud bang and a flash and gone. Yeah, and gone. And it wasn't lightning either. There's been speculations that it was lightning, and it just atomized. Him. Yeah, just completely obliterated him. But that's that, that was, uh, it was not a storm. It was it was a it was a clear day, and there was no, you know, and there wasn't a heat lightning or anything like that. And, and just, out of the clue, clear sky. Exactly. He just he just I went guess away. It was his time to go. Uh, yeah, I guess it was his time to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean this in a, spe- in a spectacular way. In a spectacular way. I mean, too. if you're he, gonna go out. Yeah, hey. I mean that's one heck of a way to go. You got to go out like that. That's a pretty cool way, and because that was like a very long time ago, and, and we're, we're still, still talking, talking about, about it. it. So you're still talking. Yeah, about it was yeah. 1854. Right. You still. Ago, yeah. yeah. If you want to be remembered, that's the way to do it. Yeah, go out. Go that out is the way to do it, and everybody will remember you. Right. Exactly. No doubt. No doubt. That is the perfect <laughs> way to go out. <laughs> we could be so lucky. Poof. Right. <laughs> I won't be lucky like that. I don't think I'm going to go yeah. out like that. I think I'm going to go out slowly and painfully. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to talk about death. Well, we're no, of, I don't. But we're paranormal investigators, so we have to. <laughs> well, no, seriously I though. All joking aside, that was really, oh. really weird, and um, to. And, you know, there's been a lot of instances where people have appeared just out of the blue Um, from the Chicago man that was hit by the taxi, um, just suddenly appeared in the middle of the road and was killed by a taxi. And he was wearing 1800 period clothing. And that that would be me if I got to time travel. That one time I got to time travel, I would materialize right in front of a bus. That would be me. That would, I'd, or train. Or train. Yeah. 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 If there's ever time travel, <laughs> exactly. they're going to say, okay, you can go to time travel if you want to. If you pay this amount of money, you can time travel anywhere you want to go. But you can only do it once. You can only you can never ever do it but one time. It's a one-way trip. All these people would be wanting to go to Gettysburg or, or, or Virginia during the Revolution or, uh, I don't know, um, the the speech, the Emancipation Proclamation speech, or so Johnny would, no matter where I went, even if buses have not been invented yet, they would materialize a bus in front of me. So I'd say I want to go back to the Ice Age. It's really a hot day. I want to go back to the Ice Age. I would go to the Ice Age. 
I promise you there would be a greyhound at the Ice Age. Boom. Bye, Johnny. <laughs> That's my Punch luck. That ticket, Johnny. <laughs> Somebody else would say, okay. I want okay. to go to the Garden of Eden. Yeah, that would Screaming, be Screaming, don't eat the fruit. Don't <laughs> eat the fruit. <laughs> Stay away from the apple. <laughs> you know, people always say that. They always say that she shouldn't have ate the, the, I think it was a fig. I don't think it was an apple. There's nothing that says it was an apple. We just came up with that. But I think it was a fig just because of the period. We just came but, up with that, right? Right, right. right. But um, I think, you know, it would have been, if you really think about it, it wouldn't have been a great thing if she didn't eat it. I think it was pre-planned. I think, I think he knew what he was doing. Right, I agree. Really, God did. knows all. So, yep, I think it would a bad thing. I think the only people on Earth would have ever been Adam and Eve. That was it. There would be nobody else. You know, maybe, if maybe she hadn't eaten that. Well, that's true. May have been. May have lived forever. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Well, I just love the avenues we go down. Well, I mean, <laughs> we go down Three some ways, crazy brother. avenues. <laughs> <laughs> Eight lanes, both directions, freeway. That's right. That's right. We met a man today, and strangely, you start talking about time travel. Yes. You know, we we've seen a lot of very historic locations here in Selma. Right, right, beautiful. beautiful and areas. we met a man today who uh, he was dropping off some furniture from his father. Yes, um, and uh, his father was very active in the. Civil rights movement here in Correct. Selma. Correct. You know, I've always and we didn't get his permission, so we're not going to. I'm not going to say his yeah, name. We're not going to say the name, but no, of course not. But uh, everyone would know him, though. Yes, exactly. Name. Absolutely. But you know, if I were to go back in time, I think I would want to walk down the Edmund Pettus Bridge with the civil rights movement on that Bloody would be Sunday. That would be cool. But I, mean, I guarantee you, if I did that. Yes, there would be a greyhound bus, <laughs> <laughs> and I would be—I would get to see four seconds <laughs> of that fateful day. Four seconds, I would get to see, and then a big, and then a big bus that was coming to pick big, people up to get them out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and the, last, the last thing you see is a big silver greyhound emblem. <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. <laughs> That'd be it. What's the last thing that went through Johnny's mind? A greyhound emblem. <laughs> uh, greyhound. <laughs> Exactly. That would be my luck. Absolutely. But I do well, agree with that. That would be cool to be there. Absolutely, it would. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What do you think would be uh, the reason that Selma is such a hotbed for paranormal activity? Do you know what? I've been asked that question so many times. I, I, and I, I, I don't know. There's nothing that sets Selma off um, other than we have a, a, a major water source, but a lot of towns have that. So, you know, and water source would be significant for the energy, uh, which needs yeah. to be. Um, you, uh, Wetumpka, Alabama was a was created from an impact of a crater. Or it was a crater created from a meteorite. a meteorite that hit. Yes. And so there's all kinds of energy there. But there's nothing that really would set some. I just think that it was because it was such a historic place. A lot of stuff happened in Selma that a lot of people, you know, there was a major battle fault here. Selma was the munitions right. hub for the Civil War for the Confederates. Yeah, that, that was that was a question I wanted to ask you since we're on the since we mentioned the topic about the Civil War. Is there a correlation? Have you ever found any any evidence of there being more activity around areas where things like Civil War battles have taken place, or you know near near places like that? Is, is there have you ever seen that or seen any data on that? If there if that's if that's something that's common 
uh, you know, that you, you tend to get more activity in those areas. Yeah. And I've gotten that question a lot too. And, and I've thought about that a lot over the years, you know, is there more trauma? Is there more, uh, entities or paranormal activity in an area that saw traumatic events or, you know, be it war or murder or whatever the case may be, if there was more something that happened here more than it happened somewhere else, like why is New Orleans more haunted than Savannah, you know, or is it, you know, and I don't think that what is the number one thing that we look at when we're going to a place? What is the number one thing that we want to know that is there? The the history of the place, the, the, who, who all has been there? Yeah, the history, um, and that kind of goes into safety a little more than, but the one thing that we want to know most about is how much energy is well, there. Well, true. Yeah, yeah true. and we want to yeah. uh, feed that, and we'll do that with ourselves. We'll do that with our equipment. We've even had devices that fed energy, you know, in the right. past. Yeah, we had the um, – The EMF um, cannon. Yeah, the EMF cannon and the uh, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. You know, we've had all this stuff and to feed that energy. And so I'm not – Yes, that area, because it had that traumatic event, you know, or that, that, that episode in time that, that, that stood out, would, the release but I don't think too. it's because of that event. I think it's because of, like you just said, the release of that energy mm-hmm. because of that event has done it. Right. So it's kind of like, yes, it's there more so here because of this event that happened, but it's not the event that happened. It's the cause and effect of that event mm-hmm. because it's that, that energy displacement that, that, that took place in that area. And and that energy is going to be fed on, you know, regardless of uh, what happens to it in the in the in the future, you know. Uh, if if well, speaking about energy, have there there after doing a little research, have you ever heard the theory about the bedrock and the and the water in that area and it running uh, past a lot of iron and things like that of it collecting and storing energy like a negative in that area and it just kind of plays out over time have you ever heard that theory or anything on that yes, subject yes yes and there's um not just in selma but a lot of places that have that that mineral buildup or that 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 certain situation where you have the mineral as opposed to the water and the activity the population how many people are there that was that's going right. to affect that you know in some way well that's something and, that's something that beth had, had came across in research and, and it fascinated me i'd, I'd never thought of it like that so i just, i wondered how what what your view on it was yeah so i think it's the amount of energy being it it being natural or traumatic event um that that does play into that and and gives that uh area more possibility if you will yeah of, that's of, that's pretty fascinating that that's pretty fascinating yeah and so i think a lot of stuff that happened so when you do go to places that has a lot of history then look at that history whether it be traumatic or or or, um significant as far as um you know has a future significance to it or it be um tragic you know and so that's you're you're going to get more so you know on that than you will uh say a place that doesn't have that event or that natural setting exactly exactly yeah that that was something i really wanted to ask you about that if what your thoughts were on that thank you yes absolutely well guys i think it's coming to the uh point of a of the end of the show. Um, I always really dislike this point of the show. I, I don't like this part of the show because I just want to keep going. I just want to keep talking. I think we just should do like an entire season all in one day. You Beth, think so? I think so. Let's just do, John, what do you think? Should we just do an entire season all in one day so we don't have to stop? We have to stop talking now. I'm not ready to stop. <laughs> 
that yeah, might be a good idea. As long as uh, boss man yeah, I think will let us. Our timer is 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 is. Getting I have to that one spot. more question though. Okay, go ahead, and we'll just just ask your question, and if we take too long, and if it's not a good question, we'll just cut it out. How about that? I hear you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would never cut you out, Beth. You know, you've you've told us how you feel about cemeteries, and yes. I mean we we have investigated, you know, cemeteries. Yes. And have you investigated the Live Oak Cemetery? I have, and the uh, the old and the new. And no evidence. No evidence. Uh, None. Okay. Okay. It, it certainly looks the part, you know. It I mean? really does. It certainly looks the part. It really, really yeah. does. It, especially the old live oak, because it's just so all the Spanish moss and the yeah. different, uh, yeah. the older statues and um, yeah. the pictures are beautiful. We can't wait to tour oh, that. That's something gosh. Beth and I are definitely going to. Yeah, go that see. angel that I sent you guys is the most took picture. Oh, is it really? Yeah, in, in Selma, it's the most took picture. The people, more people, have yeah. taken pictures of that spot than anywhere else. Yeah, it's gorgeous. She is so beautiful. I could, I could just that day I took that picture to send to you guys. I, uh, I just sat there for a long time and just was in awe because it is, it's beautiful. Uh, I'm yeah. also in awe about how professional and courteous and convenient that Lions Pride is at Three Thousand Citizens Parkway. Which which Lions Pride is that, Johnny? That's number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah. Uh, they're open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. They have everything from gas to Coca-Cola to Pepsi to candy bars, cigars, vapes, and liquor. What else do you need for a party? Uh, they have ice, too. They do have ice. And prepping. Yes. If you're going to grill. Yep. Don't take our it's word for it. It's literally a one-stop. Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. But don't take our word for it. Do never believe anything you hear come from John or Johnny because we're just not trustworthy. No, you got to experience it for yourself. <laughs> you got to go figure it out for yourself. Go to Lions Pride number nine, 3000 Citizens Parkway. I want you to tell them that you heard about it on the Cappy Real Paranormal. Tell them John and Johnny sent you. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, I think it's supposed to be Johnny and John, but I don't like that. Johnny John doesn't sound as good as John and Johnny. Don't you John agree? And Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. John and Johnny. I like that better. We're giving you first billing. Oh, is that it? Because you're my hero. Okay. I can't be okay, Johnny. your hero. Baby. Okay, Johnny. You're- oh, wait, wrong, wrong for Chandra. <laughs> okay, Johnny. You're fired, and, and John, you're the boss. Uh, I have Ouch. absolutely no problem with that. Oh, don't kill me. <laughs> I've already tried to get Beth and John to take my job. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I have absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. I have tried to get them. The first time I had to fire somebody on the, on this latest team, I begged them to take my job. <laughs> <laughs> begged them, and they would Please not do it. Do this. He did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> but, yeah, we want to thank Lions Pride for, uh, for uh, sponsoring tonight's show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. And definitely. Um, we're open to sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor the show, just give us a holler here at the station. And uh, Paul and them will put you in touch with the um, either myself or John, and, and we will get you set up. We are definitely open to that. Um, that's what we do every Monday is we pound payment to, to sponsor the show, get sponsors for the show. And it's been very, very, very well uh, received so far. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're really excited about that. So we can keep bringing you Cappy Real Paranormal here on Kicks Country 105 FM. 
And uh, we want to thank Beth and Tom for joining us tonight. Thank you guys so much for being here again. Our pleasure. Always. And we would like to, John and I would like to extend a invitation for you guys to be here. I'm going to go ahead and say it every every show. Oh, definitely. I, I'm just going to. Well, we'll definitely make every every one we can do. We'll definitely we'll be here. Best. And the we'll next show, the next show, I really think you guys should be in studio. Oh, we'll, we saying, will see if we saying. cannot make that happen. We will try and make that happen. We will. We will get together this week and figure that out. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. We love you guys, and we love you guys for listening in. And please continue to do so every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Can't wait to see you next week. We got even more stories, even more educational facts about the paranormal. We will see you guys next Saturday night at 7 p.m. here on Kicks Country 101.5. I want you guys to do me a huge favor sometime this week. I don't care if it's a friend, family member, or someone you meet on the street, make at least one person smile because that's exactly what we need the most of. Take care, God bless, and have a have a happy week. Good night. This has been Cappy, the Real Paranormal Podcast, a presentation of Central Alabama Paranormal Investigations. Please tune in again for the next episode and download any previous episodes wherever you get your favorite podcast.